Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What's up, everybody? Welcome to APR, the very first episode of the USFL show. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats here with my man, Steady Raider Eddie Martin. How you doing tonight, brother? <laughs> good, good, man. Take your bow. Take your bow. Got to give the people what they want. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> good man just chilling another day another beautiful day uh, nfl yeah. keeping us busy so um, looking forward to getting into it <clears throat> yeah man i mean i'm i'm focused on the ncaa tournament i keep getting all this nfl news so it's like it just keeps bringing me back in that's what the nfl does but uh Always welcome everybody to king. the oh sorry go ahead i said that's why nfl's king dude it is but welcome everybody to the usfl show so you know, for those of you who are, well, I mean, this is the first one, but the whole reason why we're doing this, if you're new to this, we usually do APR, which we break down every NFL game every week, handicap it, pick it against the spread, and then we give our best bets. So we were like, all right, what are we going to do after football season? Because, like, football always goes. Now, you know, with the USFL came along, and this was before we knew anything about the USFL, before the teams were drafted, all the stuff we thought about this. We've learned a lot more now. Uh, you know, they're only there's no real home field advantage. We're only playing games in Alabama. We know who the teams are. We recognize some names. It'll be good, dude. It'll be good. We're gonna break these teams down. I feel like the earlier we get started, though, the easier it'll be throughout the course of the season. Hopefully, hopefully, you know what I mean. Hopefully. Like that. The tricky, yeah. The tricky part is, is like. We can analyze this all we want, but like we won't know until they play some games, right? So hopefully, you know, as far as uh, once they get some games played, we can get some lines, you know, kind of figure out what each team is, what each team isn't, and maybe we can make some money like we did in the NFL season. That at the end of the day is all we're looking to do. Yes, that's that's true. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to uh, to share this this video, the live video. I'm learning I'm learning all this on the fly, by the way. So you guys are thanks for sticking with us, dude. It's gonna be a great show. Gonna be a great show. Gonna be a great USFL season. There's odds on if the USFL will will finish their season this year. Minus five fifty, yes. Plus three fifty, no. Yikes, dude. Just the fact that it's minus five fifty, I think, is kind of alarming in itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not a it's not a ton of great value there, dude, for uh I mean, it's right. for minus five fifty because I mean, what would you put it for NFL? You wouldn't even make that bet because there's not. Oh, even that's that's not crazy even, enough odds. Yeah, yeah, right. Of course, they're gonna finish the season. Even like a COVID year, like they could have done like uh, miss a game played, and you know what I mean. But well, remember that, uh, that Eddie? Remember that like American Football Alliance? 
that came out in like yeah. 2017. Dude, remember when like, like the AFAL or whatever? Remember when their season almost got threatened to get canceled because like they had to get more funding from like a billionaire? Right, right, Bro. yeah. And now, like the uh, for the USFL, the original owners of the USFL are like suing the new owners of the USFL because they didn't get an opportunity to get into the new league. I mean, it's I'm sure Donald Trump project. is spearheading that one. Oh, I'm sure. Let's go, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, know he is, dude. Man, incredible, incredible, man. Uh, wow. I mean, NFL hit us with some news, Eddie. Hit us with some news this week, you know. Fine. So yesterday, which was Tuesday, today's Wednesday, Wednesday night, nine fifty-five p.m. Tuesday morning, we get hit first with Aaron Rodgers resigns with the Packers, um, and, and that was something I think we all thought was gonna. I, I mean, personally, I know you too. You thought he was gonna resign with the Packers. I thought if he didn't resign with the Packers, he's gonna retire. Now, apparently, right. there's some you know, differences on contract, I guess, you know, one source is saying one thing on the contract and then Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee recorded, reported something else, but who knows? The The point is Devontae Adams got franchise tagged. He's resigned, you know, of course. And then we get hit with the Russell Wilson news, dude, Russell Wilson traded to Denver, which kind of caught everybody off guard. And now Denver is talked about as a super bowl favorite, Eddie, What's your thoughts on yeah. what's your th- first? What's your thoughts on Russell Wilson to Denver and 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 how that's going to play out for Denver? Because you're a Raiders fan, so I know you got. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Broncos still fucking stink, dude. Uh, let's just be. <laughs> that's the Raider fan. Eddie. That. That's the Raider <laughs> Eddie talking. But uh, in all reality, though, like yes, upgrade a quarterback, hundred percent, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, is Russell Wilson better than Drew Lock and Teddy Bridgewater? Of course, dude. Right. You know what I mean? But like. Russell Wilson's been like two different quarterbacks lately, dude. Like he's been like earlier in his career, he was incredible, unbelievable. Uh, you know, you know, let Russ cook, all that good stuff. You know, one won a Super Bowl, one yard away from a second. Uh, but last year, and even halfway through the year before. I mean, Russ hasn't looked like Russ, you know what I mean? Like, he hasn't been playing to the level that you envision at Russell Wilson. Now, last year he was injured, right? I guess we can give him the benefit of the doubt there um, for most of that season with the thumb injury. But um, coming into Denver, like, Denver still has more holes than, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're very similar to the Seahawks in that regard i think like the defense you don't really know what's going to happen because they traded away the heart and soul of the defense and shelby harris they still got a pretty good secondary but um and offensively like i mean i guess you can say they might have better weapons but they had better receivers in seattle you know with lockett and metcalf right and then they have better running back here in uh denver but they also got to play against the toughest division in football you know what I mean? Like that's six games. Well, Russ, Russ like, went from the toughest one division into the toughest into another t- the second toughest division. You know, he went from the I NFC mean, West where they finished fourth, and the three teams ahead of him made the playoffs. And then now he goes to the AFC West where you got to face Herbert, you got to face Mahomes, and then you got to face a Raider team that overachieved last year. I mean, unfortunately for you, Eddie, I think the Raiders are the fourth best team here. In this division, no, I definitely don't agree with that at all. Actually, no, I mean, no, 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 no. we're going to talk about the Raiders in a little bit because 
you and I talked before about the Raiders, and you actually you made an unbiased, objective thought on the Raiders, and, and I want to get to that. I want to get to that. But as far as the Broncos are concerned, how things are constructed right now, the Raiders are definitely the fourth yeah. best team in that division, and they definitely have the I fourth said, best but, quarterback. Uh, maybe the fourth best quarterback. If I mean, if you're putting in like, like what other division has like you know, four quarterbacks, at least in the top 12 in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of unheard of the um, the territory that we're in for these to this type of quarterback play in one division. But at the same time, like, Denver still has, like, they have a new quarterback, a new system. Russell Wilson's learning a new system for the first time. Like, there's a lot of uncertainties going into that Denver team. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're young. You know what I mean? Can they stay healthy? That was always an issue. Is Russ going to be comfortable in the snow? I mean, playing Seattle, so I guess it won't matter too much. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, I just don't like Denver's been a bottom feeder for a while, and they everyone said they're a quarterback away, quarterback away. Now they have that quarterback. Uh, I mean, I don't think that Denver's going to necessarily be bad. You know what I mean? Like, you could finish 500, like nine and eight maybe 10 and seven, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? What's the thing like, is those like six wh- games in the division. That's brutal, dude. And that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like one of these, one or two of these teams is finishing at 500 or worse. I mean, that's how the NFC West went last year too. Like the uh, Niners barely finished above 500. And then, you know, it's just too many tough teams. Like you're playing, you know, four, six teams, six games, right? Three other teams. Mm. I mean, dude, you could go zero and six in those games. You go three and three yeah, in those games, easily. and then you gotta, then you have to beat your non-conference. I mean, obviously, the Broncos are are more improved with Russell Wilson. I think everybody would agree on that. I just, I don't think that they're. I don't even. I think okay, now you're fighting with the Raiders to be the third best team in this conference, which could still make the playoffs. You know, third. Being third in the AFC West could get get you in the playoffs. It got the Niners yeah. in the playoffs last year, so I'm not saying that's like a bad thing. Like that could very well be ten wins. You know what I mean? But I just mm-hmm. don't think that they're a Super Bowl contending team because I don't even think they're better than two teams in their division. So how would I consider them a Super Bowl contending right. team? You know I think I mean? the uh, the Super Bowl thing that's way too like one two two kind of ridiculous. Like I mean. Who know? I mean, they. I think a lot of it has to do with like when a quarterback changes teams, right? We've seen it like the last three years, pretty much. You know, Stafford, Brady. Uh, you know, they go and win the Super Bowl type deal. But I don't know. I don't see that. I don't see Denver being ready yet. You know what I'm saying? They still have holes on the on the offensive line. They still have uh, some trouble now at defense up on the front with Shelby Harris being part of that deal. Uh, they don't have a run stopper. Can Chubb stay healthy? You know, to get to the quarterback because when he's healthy, he's a monster. But like that's the thing healthy. with Denver, dude. Is like in theory they're like a great team, but none of these dudes have right. been able to stay healthy, bro. Like, right. and they're very top heavy, dude. They have a lot of yeah, they don't starting have a ton of firepower. But they don't have depth. Right, we need depth. That's how you win in the NFL these days, bro. I was telling someone today. I was like, because all he kept telling me was like, "Oh, well, la- you can't take into consideration last year because we had a bunch of dudes hurt." And I was like, "So you're saying you're not a deep team, <laughs> and these dudes right. always right. get hurt? So like, what do you like? It's tough to rely on, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough to right. 
for a lot of teams in the NFL, you could say, oh, when completely healthy, they're a great team. We could say that for more than half of the league, dude, but that doesn't happen. Right. I mean, look at the Titans last year, right? 90-something players, 91 players that they used. They, they top team in the AFC. Like, yeah. You can't use like, injuries against you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it sucks. You know, when you lose someone, it's terrible. It but if you have players around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the fact that the Cardinals lost DeAndre Hopkins and looked like total shit. Like, that was right. – he was so – we were so reliant on him to be – as good as he, I mean, it's just tough, bro. It's, it's it's ridiculous to consider them Super Bowl favorites. I mean, I think their odds have gone. Uh, what's their what's their current odds at? Do you know? Uh, I still think it was in like nine hundred to a thousand. I think they were like six best odds though, weren't they? This is ridiculous. Oh, I'm pulling dude. it up. Pulling it up. It could be that's ridiculous, but yeah, it could be. I mean, that's just like fucking Vegas banking on the public being like, "Oh my god." Buffalo's still number one, plus seven hundred. Kansas City plus seven fifty. Rams plus twelve hundred. Dallas plus thirteen hundred. No, Green Bay plus thirteen hundred. Damn, that doesn't really. Maybe the fucking Vegas knows that the fucking Broncos still stink. Yeah. Broncos become a favorite. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be crazy, bro. It's going to be crazy. But I, I definitely would put... I wouldn't even put the Broncos ahead of the Chargers, though, if I'm talking Super Bowl odds. Yeah. I mean... I can't. I to me personally, I can't trust the Chargers ever because I feel like every year they come into the season with like a fucking top five roster, and then every year they find a way to shit the bed, dude. I mean, like that the Super Charger way. Go go Super Chargers, (laughs) dude. Like that last, like that last, like let's be real. Like last year, that Raiders Chargers game shouldn't have fucking mattered for the Chargers. They should have already been in. That makes some crazy. I'm saying that crazy. You lose the Texans, dude. Send it in, Jerome! <laughs> Shit. How to get the March Madness in there, too. Um, like, it. What's your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers re-signing? Um, you know, what's that put Green Bay at? Obviously, you, you know, you had a strong opinion that he was going to stay in Green Bay. I mean, what's, what's the overall thoughts on him staying in Green Bay? I mean, it makes the most sense for him. You know what I mean? Like, you talk about all these other teams that they're, like, saying he could potentially go to Denver or Pittsburgh or, you know what I mean? But like at the end of the day, like why would like Green Bay still has one of the most talented rosters? You know what I mean? It seems like the whole team's willing to take a pay cut to like run it back one more time. And their issue last year was their special teams. And they have one of the best special teams coaches in the NFL now and Rich Passaccia. So well, like you square that up. The thing with the Green Bay thing, too, and Aaron Rodgers, is that's why I always thought, like, all right, Denver's not just a quarterback away, because why would Rodgers choose Denver over Green Bay if he wants to win, dude? Like, Right. It, it doesn't make sense. It never made sense to me, dude. So it's like, no. what, the obvious choice was to stay in Green Bay. Like, that was the only obvious right. choice, right? That was if the only option. To play that team's stacked, dude. Yeah. They're much better than – they don't have many weaknesses – um, I guess right. like they got to get some more offensive line depth, but I mean, even with injuries last year, they were still like really good at, on the offensive. Yeah, line. and they're gonna get Bakhtiari back this year. You know, yeah, he's getting saying? older like, though. Like, you think he's gonna be able? He is. Like, how you think he's gonna be that dude that he once was that All Pro left tackle? 
I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to be that guy anymore, dude. Like, even like a 90% Bakhtiari is still probably better than 75% of the left tackles in the league, right? That's even crazy. if he loses a step, dude. Like, that's the dude's crazy, good. Dude. Yeah, no, nah, he is He is good. But that's the thing. Once dude, once these dudes get hella old, like, you never know. They could decline, like, on a on a dime, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like offensive line, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I he guess uh, what's his name? Whitworth just line. fucking played till he was Whitworth, 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he just got his AARP card, dude, and he's out there winning a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, good, dude. He fucking handled his own as well. That was good stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, he's still because the offensive line, you're not running, right? You're just kind of, you're, you know, got to be strong. And you get that old man strength as, as you get older. We got to be kind of quick, too, because those dudes coming yeah, off yeah, their yeah, head are fast sure. as shit. Yeah, yeah, it's not like the old school NFL, right? Where it's like, let's get the four hundred pound man, put him at fucking tackle, and we'll just get a bunch of three hundred and seventy pound men and put them everywhere else. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, they'll just don't stand as a fucking wall. <laughs> right, dude. It doesn't work that way anymore, you know. At all, um, dude. It's crazy. But yeah, no, I think the Packers are still stacked, dude. I think they still have an incredibly talented team. I, I mean, Obviously, they need a couple. You know, they, every team has a need, right? Yeah. Uh, do I they have like the a lot money of for those need needs, needs oh. for the offensive line too? <laughs> right, right. You As know, a, like, do they have the money? No, I don't think so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're gonna have to do some, like, get someone in the draft, maybe. You know, I don't know, figure something out there. But I mean, the, the you know, Packers could trade Jordan Love for some they, extra they draft capital. They should. I mean, I mean, more so for Jordan Love's sake. Like, it ain't fair to him, you know. He's done everything that the the organizations asked for. Yeah, you know, he's learned behind Rodgers. He has. You never hear from him ever, dude. You know what I mean? Like, he's just quiet. He's a first round pick. Uh, now, I will say that if he had played a better game against Kansas City in his one opportunity, I mean, I guarantee you, you know, he'd be getting that Matt Flynn treatment right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, he everybody saw how that offering draft picks for him. <laughs> Matt Flynn stinks, dude. You know, Matt Flynn lost the job to Russell Wilson, yeah, and then the next year got traded to the Raiders and lost the job to Derek Carr, yeah. <laughs> like back to back, making 30 million the whole time, bro, or however much it was. Yeah, I mean, he had the he had two good games, and everyone was like, Oh, fuck, dude, we got to go get this guy. But that, I mean, that's how important quarterback is, bro. Like, that that, right. goes, that speaks volumes as to where the quarterback position is. Which is why I don't blame Denver for going out and making that move. Like, they needed to solidify their quarterback position. That definitely was a huge area of need for them. Like like I said, I don't think that they were, like, a team that was, like, a quarterback away from being a contender. Now, could they be? Sure. You know, anything can happen right. if they stay healthy and stuff. But none of those dudes have been able to prove that they've been able to stay healthy. And now they don't have as many draft capital to bring in guys to play right away unless they draft late round really good and maybe some unrestricted or undrafted free agents mm-hmm. so you know it's it's going to be tough for them dude but yeah they got a quarterback you know what i mean and that's if they you do. have a quarterback you have a chance right and I if agree. you have a good it's team like, around I, that I, good I quarterback, then you have a better chance right i mean i commend them for going out and getting them you know what i mean like they wanted russ they weren't going to take no for an answer, apparently. You know what I mean? And uh, they, they also got wanted Rodgers. So, I mean, yeah, but I think everyone knew, dude, that he wasn't going anywhere. Like, 
They said that they would work on this. I don't know because deal like two two weeks ago, the Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett from the Packers. The dude was a quarterback coach last year, and then gets promoted to head coach because they were hoping right. that that would entice Aaron Rodgers to come there. Like, bro, they were playing to get Aaron Rodgers because he's definitely the best option. And that's the thing is well, like, of course. that's why that's why you said like if if the Broncos get that rush from two years ago before week eight. Dude, Super Bowl contenders. That's limit. Yeah. But if you don't get that rust and you get the rust we've seen in the last year and a half, then it's like, I don't think that really benefits them, dude. No. Well, it obviously makes them better than having Drew Locke, but I don't think it makes them like, <laughs> I don't think it takes them from no. seven wins to, to 12 wins is what I'm saying. No. Maybe two to three wins, three and a half wins. Maybe. Like, their over under is probably gonna be like ten and a half wins, and I'd hammer the under. But that's a different story. See, I don't know. Like ten and a half is like close. I don't like, think if they put it at eleven. I just 11 don't think take the under. I just don't know if Russell Wilson's worth three wins though, because like you said, Nick, we don't know what Russ we're getting. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like one win, sure. You know, I can see that. Uh, now he's worth more. Uh, he's worth two like wins, three, maybe three, maybe. I would say three wins, at least three wins. I mean, you can't lose to the fucking Browns, uh, who have like twelve healthy players. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, yeah, but if you get team to be- the thing with Russ though, is that like it hasn't been and and like you said, the finger injury. Like he does have these excuses to like where we're like, okay, maybe it's not a, like a permanent decline. Maybe it's just these issues going on. Like it's in that territory. You know what I mean? And this mm-hmm. happens all the time, and it could go either way, dude, because he is older. He's, like, 34 years old now. Like, he could be declining, dude. And now, like, he got traded, right? Before it was all the excuses. Offensive line sucks. Um, doesn't have a good consistent running game. Defense sucks. Well, now, supposedly, he has everything that he needed. So if he isn't at that guy that we once saw then we do know he's declining you know what i mean and that could very well right. be a reason why seattle parted ways with them dude like seattle sees them every day maybe they see something right. they're like this ain't the same dude and they let him go you know i'm not in the front office i don't know i don't know i don't know what their thought process is but the fact that yeah, you're willing I to mean, trade a, a guy at a position eddie that everybody's looking for Doesn't that speak volumes? Like, everybody wants a quarterback, and you're willing to trade a quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, the front office in Seattle, like, clearly looked at the bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, like, to get two firsts, two seconds, three players that one is a heart and soul of a defense, deep, you know, Shelby Harris, and you have Noah Fan, who's one of the best younger tight ends in the league. Yeah, he's he can nice. do everything that was- yeah, he blocks, runs good routes, has nice hands. Like, I like Noah Fan a lot. Um, and now you're just like everybody else looking for a quarterback. You know what I mean? But you're not in the need to get a quarterback this year because you're cutting uh, Bobby Wagner, right? So you're basically saying, like, hey, we're not pressing this season. The season's going to stink. Yeah. Like, sorry, Seattle. We're rebuilding. This season will stink. Right. We have officially entered the rebuild stage. Now, they're like, – Great timing because if they tank this year, they can get a good draft pick for next year's quarterback draft class. Right. And even like 
you know, that draft class is, is going to be better than this year. So you can get a young quarterback. And we were mentioning last week on a rookie deal, you can build a team around a rookie deal quarterback. That's how you can do it. You know what I mean? Yep. Once you start paying these quarterbacks high money, it makes it tougher to make decisions, you know, for the rest of your team. So yeah, um, that's true. It's smart. I think, I think it could be a trade at the end of the day that like maybe both teams come out a winner. Cause if the Broncos even make the playoffs, let not alone, like, let alone like uh, win a Super Bowl or get to the well, Super Bowl. Well, with the playoffs, playoffs, dude, I mean, if that's their objective is to just make the playoffs, I mean, they don't. They're definitely got. They have to make the playoffs with making that trade. Right. You know, you're you're going all in, dude. Basically, essentially, that's why I'm saying like even if they don't like their their goal, obviously, is to win a title. But I mean, like if they don't get a a Super Bowl in the next two to three years, like this isn't like that's what you make this trade for, or at least to be right. able to go to. If the they Super don't win a Super Bowl, I'd say win a conference yeah, championship and go to a Super Bowl. Right. Like, that's the one thing, too, with this trade that doesn't like that's like the confusing thing for me. Like, I know you want to compete and all this stuff in Denver, but like you only have Wilson for like maybe what, three years, maybe. Yeah, but you got to look at Kansas City, dude, and they got Patrick Mahomes for like <laughs> God knows that's how what I'm long, saying. dude. So what do you do? You just like you can't just sit back and be like, all right, we're going to wait till this guy is done. I mean, you got to do what you can do to compete. And that's the problem. Like, it makes you have to go out and make those kind of trades because. Yeah, I guess so. And you have Herbert, too, in your division. Right. It's like, it bro. It fucking easy, dude. Because once you, once you have a good quarterback, it's much easier to build your team. If you don't have a good quarterback, it's a lot harder to win. That's why it's so well, yeah. important to get a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, even if you have a great elite defense, dude, you have to have a decent quarterback. Can't be like some bum off yeah. the street. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing, right? Exactly. So I I understand the trade, and I understand the reluctance to, like, all right, we got to do something. You know, we can't just sit here and be like, all right, you know, our excuse is that Patrick Mahomes is in our division and Herbert's in our division. And you got to commend them for that. And I, I think that's why the Raiders are in a tough position. And let's just slide right over to them real quick. I think that's why they're in a tough position, too, because you brought up this interesting so before our right, backstory, Carson once gets traded today to the commanders. Indy has a position open. Eddie, drop your theory. All right. So it was reported before earlier today from Rich Eisen, who, as we all know, is like the king of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he stated that the Colts are willing to go all in on a Russell Wilson like trade to Vegas for Derek Carr. Maybe not like all the players, but the draft picks, right. first rounders for a couple years, second rounders for a couple years as well. And as a Raider fan, looking at it right now, for the fact that we don't have a deal with Derek Carr in place yet, right. and with the draft class that we had mentioned previous, as I don't see why not you can make that deal, right? Like if you make that deal, you have Mariota who can come in and be your starter and he could probably, you know, hold it down for a season. You know what I mean? Like you're not giving the keys to Mariota and saying you're the new fucking king of the, you know, king in the kingdom, but like you can get him through another year and see what happens next year in the draft. You have more draft capital. You can move up. Uh, If there's, you know, a, a quarterback next year that hates where he's playing and wants to be available, you have draft picks now to make a deal for a quarterback. 
like there's options that you can do. And with the new regime coming in, like there's no guarantee that they're going to even like Derek Carr. Like there's no guarantee that he's going to fit into what to do. Now, personally, as a, a personal, in my personal opinion is I don't want to trade Derek Carr ever. Like I think he's like for what he's done for the Raiders, like through the bullshit that he's had to go through, like, He's, in my opinion, he's like the only one of the only guys that could have done it. Um, and still, like going out there, like in press conferences and like actually talking and trying to like have a strong face. But at the same time, like if the quarterback and the head coach don't get along, dude, and like it does not a good match, like we can't have it play out next year where Carr plays terribly, yeah. right? And then you have no room to trade him. Like right now would be that time. So if so the Colts high. offer that deal, am I listening? Yeah, if I'm, li- I'd be listening for sure. You know what I'm saying? Just some things you got to do. But I mean, again, I don't really want to trade Carr. I want to see what he can do in a two tight end middle of the field offense where I think he can be super, really successful. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that he can't be successful. I just think that I think you brought up a great point, like with McDaniels being there, and really he's going to want his guys and develop things his way. And if, like you said, if there's an opportune time to trade Derek Carr, it's probably now. When you know you have a team like the Chief, uh, I'm sorry, the Colts, that absolutely need a quarterback and are, are reported to, you know, do whatever it takes, like, the the Broncos did for Russell Wilson. I mean, I think it's a no brainer, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, like I feel like not you have be to good do this it. year. Like too. Get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud next year. I mean, dude, mm-hmm. you could set yourself up nice with a nice quarterback yeah. on a rookie contract. And the Raiders are the third youngest team in the NFL last year. You know what I'm saying? So like, they're not a team riddled with vets. They're very young. They made it to the, you know, went through the playoffs. And the, another telling like sign of this, in my opinion, is the fact that they've almost, they're almost done with a Max Crosby extension. Yeah. Right. Like you're going to re-sign your defensive and who deserves it 110% without him. Our defense is nothing really. Um, but you're going to sign a defensive end over like re-signing your quarterback. I feel like that is kind of a telling tale. And if I'm Derek Carr, dude, like, that's a perfect fucking situation for Derek Carr too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. to, to go to uh, to go to Indy. Like I think he would play maybe his best football there. Give him an opportunity to fucking actually succeed, unlike what the Raiders have been able to do with him in his career. You know? Right. So, Not a great I mean, point. for Derek Carr himself, like I would be for it. You know what I'm saying? But as like, but I won't really think he can succeed here in, in Vegas. So. I hope it doesn't, but at the same time, I hope it does. Like, I'm just, if it happens, it's one of those things where if it happens for me, like I would be like upset and okay with it at the same time, either way. Nice, man. I, Raiders are in a tough spot, dude. Raiders are definitely in a difficult position. Um, But uh, what's your, what's the, hold on. What was the other quarterback position? We had another quarterback Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah, we had Carson Wentz. That's right. Man, I'm all thrown off now because I wanted to get that Raiders opinion in, and it was because of Carson Wentz. (laughs) Carson Wentz gets moved to the Commanders, which opened up the the Colts thing. Um, Commanders obviously desperate for a fucking quarterback at this point. Um, Eddie, you said earlier that, you know, they called all 32 teams and they get stuck with Carson Wentz. I guess that was like 31 or 32 call. (laughs) 
call number 3183. Probably the last one they called on. Interesting stuff, though. But uh, what's your thoughts on Carson Wentz to the Commanders, just real quick? So I just think the for the Commanders, I mean, it's a good deal for them. They didn't have to give up too much to get him. Yeah. You know, it's a few draft picks. Uh, they had to take on his full salary, though which is kind of a bummer, but they have a lot of like young players on young on rookie deals. So it doesn't really hurt them as much as you would think. Yeah. Like I, and he doesn't uh, have a ton of money of though, start... after this year. Yeah. So, I mean, are they in like a win now position? Like, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Washington. Defense, if it, Washington, I mean, if the defense plays like it was supposed to, but that's a, that's maybe. a thing dude is like, you, I compare them in Denver, bro. And I would take Washington's roster over Denver's period. Like, I would take Washington's yeah, defense. I would, I would take Washington's receivers. And I would take Antonio Gibson. Like, I would take Washington's roster hands down over the Broncos, dude. Seven days yeah. out of seven weeks. That's why it's mind-boggling. Like, why didn't the Washington football team go out and trade for Russ, dude? You know what I mean? Especially because the, the division they play in, dude. They play in such a weak-ass division. Right. I know. And now finally got Kami Carson over there uh, slinging it around in the, in the, in the East, dude, like you got the giants, the Eagles, like the Eagles can't beat good teams. The giants. I mean, we have no clue what the fucking giants are going to be. Other than <laughs> we don't know what the fuck is happening with the giants, dude. No, dude, they don't know what's happening with them. Right. Like they're talking about trying to trade Barkley now. Like it's a fucking mess over there. And well, you got the Cowboys. I try to trade Barkley too. Barkley's been ass dog. He, well, yeah, I shouldn't yeah, say he's yeah. been asked, but I mean, he got hurt and never has never been the same. Right. I mean, tearing ACL, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's it's tough. Tough to come back from. But then you got the Cowboys cutting Cooper, which is like a thing. Uh, cutting you know the Cedric I mean? Wilson. Done. Right. Like, I mean, I don't know. that. I think the East and the NFC is definitely an easier route to the playoffs. That's what I'm saying, you know what I'm dude. Saying? Like, that's why the Carson Wentz trade makes sense. Like Carson Wentz, honestly, you know, might might be the best quarterback in that division, dude. <laughs> I know it's crazy be, to dude. sound, dude, but he definitely has a possibility to be so because we don't know how Dak plays without Amari. We've seen the stats, dude. He's not as good without Amari Cooper. Um, so it's right. gonna be interesting to see. Like Washington can make some noise with Car- with Carson Wentz, dude. I think so. I think it's going to be a good team. They had inconsistent quarterback play last year, and Carson Wentz can't be any more inconsistent than Heineke, dude. Because Heineke looks like fucking uh, Drew Brees one game in his prime, and then the next game he looks like Gardner Minshew. (laughs) It's crazy. That's true. It's insane. So I'm interested to see how that's going to work out, Um, especially because, you know, I got a soft spot for the commanders, bro. So... Definitely want to see him do well. But let's take a break real quick. We're going to hop back in here, and then we're going to break down the USFL. We're going to do two teams a week for the next four weeks, and then we're going to break down the games for opening week, which is April 13th or 16th. One of those two days. Uh, I think it's the 13th, that weekend. Yeah, it's that weekend of the 13th. Um, so we're going to we're gonna break down two teams a week. This week we're going to be starting with Birmingham, Stallions, and the Houston Gamblers. So stay locked with us. Stay loaded. We'll be right back. All right, we back. We back. Welcome back, everybody. 
So let's hop into the USFL, Eddie. Uh, gonna be interesting. USFL, here we go. <laughs> USFL, baby. I haven't I haven't picked my USFL team yet. Although I think Fair. I know who they're gonna be. One of one of my favorite uniforms though is one of the teams we're gonna talk about, and that is the Houston Gamblers. So let's just talk. Let's talk about them first. Um, okay. so Houston Gamblers are going to be coached by um Kevin Summerlin, former Texas A and M coach, former University of Arizona coach. Um, and they got Kenji Bahar as their quarterback. He came from Monmouth. He also was on the practice mm-hmm. squad for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, almost made a start this year, too. Almost made a start, but... It was close. It was very close. He almost made a start. And that's that's kind of the thing. The theme you're going to hear with, with the USFL, dude, is it's a lot of NFL practice squad players. And, like, that just tells yeah. you, like, how, the upper echelon of the NFL... And the other thing that I know Eddie and I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but I just want to throw this out there is that there's no true home field advantage. So right. that's going to be interesting as well. What's, what's your thoughts on, on Houston, dude? So Jamie, based off of uh, Bahar playing for the Ravens, right? Like yeah. on the practice squad, you can tell what kind of player he is because the Ravens love those speedy, uh, quarterbacks that can get out of the pocket, be elusive. So, yep. um, so obviously that's going to be like going to be the type of team they have. Now, looking at the talent that I was kind of trying to break down, it looks like their offensive line is going to be the strength of the team. Um, a lot of uh, talent on the offensive line. A lot of like four years in college uh, for a lot of these guys. Um, but the problem that I have is that like their their receivers on the other hand, like I don't, I don't really know too much about their receivers. Like it sounds to me like um, their the receiver play on the outside might not be as strong. Maybe they went more um, for protection uh, in their draft picks. Uh, they have some good a good secondary uh, in the in the uh, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, but again, a lot of these guys. The only reason we're saying they're good, you know, good players or whatever, is because of their college experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, we'll see. You know what I mean? Like they have some corners that you can kind of leave on an island. I mean, Houston, uh, maybe play one on one, but they're they're plus six hundred to win the cha- the USFL for a reason. And they're just, they're kind mm-hmm. of in that like middle of the pack with Birmingham, Pittsburgh, and New Orleans. And obviously, we're going to talk about Birmingham a little bit in a minute. But they're kind of like right there with those teams. And you know, they don't have like when I look at their roster, and like I'm someone that watches college football, dude. Like I watch college football every weekend, every Saturday. Mm-hmm. I love college football. And like I look at Michigan, and I recognize like a ton of names, dude. You know. And then I look at a team like Houston, and I don't recognize a ton of names. Right. And, oh, shocker, Houston has the best odds to win the, the title. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And and Kevin Sumlin, you know, he he was a great recruiter in college, dude, at Texas A&M in Arizona. He could recruit, but he was never really a good coach because he would get the talent but couldn't win. Now I definitely right. think this this roster like JoJo Ward went to uh to Hawaii was a good receiver at Hawaii and uh you know Kenji Bahar he almost made a NFL he almost played an NFL game you know given the circumstances whatever like he still almost played in one so we I think that he can like hold his own you know in this type of league right. 
I just, I, I don't know, dude. I, this, the names don't pop out to me at all. You know what I mean? I just think they're going to be mm. like an average team. But who knows, dude? Like, after game one, we're going to learn a lot more. We haven't seen any of these teams right. play, dude. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, we're, we're going to learn so much more about each team as the season goes on. But what we're doing right now is just trying to give you guys kind of like a, a small preview of, like, what we can kind of expect to see from the team, right? Like, yep. um, you know what I mean? And then obviously those opinions will change as the season progresses. So, I mean, we could come back and be like, this is like the most dominant defense in the league. Like that all could be possible. We have yep. no fucking clue. And they probably will have a good um, front four with us. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. It's just it's just tough. Like I, even each one of these teams, when we were doing the uh, like just the scouting for each team, like I feel like I know like two or three guys. They they know them. Like oh, I saw the name. I was like oh yeah, I remember. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean none of the guys the on them, none nobody on Houston really has any NFL experience. Like they've all right. been on practice squads. They've uh, you know made an NFL roster, but nobody's really had like significant playing time by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's hard to compare. That's why we look at Michigan and like, it's a guy like Paxton Lynch, like, dude, that guy played in the NFL. He was a number one. He was right. a first round draft pick. He's like, gotta be good in this league. You know what I mean? Right. He's probably going to be right. the best player. Right. He's probably gonna be MVP in this league, dude. So right. it's just like, I, I don't know how to like really judge the gamblers. And I think the odds tell us that I think they're in a middle of the pack team plus 600, which is like as good of odds as six of the eight teams. You know what I mean? I think that's about, about right. right, dude. Yep. I agree. Like I, I, on paper, I'm not a huge fan of the gamblers roster. Um, I don't think they will be in my running for favorite team. You know what I mean? I like their uh, name though, dude. They're the best name. The best name. I agree. Like <laughs> usually the best name, best jerseys are the worst teams. So that is true uh, too. That is very true. The San <laughs> Francisco I mean? demons so, I mean, of the XFL. Right. Dude, the demons are sick. Like the Super Bowl or whatever they called it. Did they? Yeah. The first oh, year. Wasn't they, it like Vegas in, in Memphis or something? No, I think they made it one of the years, dude. I swear they I think they lost, to be honest. It'd be a hundred percent I could be wrong. But like, I, I yeah, definitely that, don't remember that, that was a long was a disaster. That was a long time ago, dude. That was twenty one years ago. Right. But in high school, I definitely had a San Francisco Demons jersey for sure, dude. And I love the right. shit out of that thing. I should. Yeah, kept we went it. to the first game, dude. I should have kept that jersey. I should be worth something today, probably. All right. Yeah, we went to the first Demons game, dude. And like, <laughs> I just remember the last like they had a they're in field goal range. And they were trying to get in like closer field goal range. Yeah. So they threw a pass over the middle. They had no timeouts. It was like 20 seconds. And then they and then they didn't get the first down. So they made a fourth down. And they had to run their field goal unit on the field in like 15 seconds. And he kicked like a 30-yard chip shot to win it. But it was like the most dysfunctional thing I'd ever seen. Dude. <laughs> the original XFL. The XFL the second time around was actually getting good. And then COVID hit. Right, but we're gonna get XFL next year, and they're actually, you know, doing that thing with the NFL, which could actually be really good. But I mean, we'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about the Birmingham Stallions, though. So Birmingham is being uh, coached by Skip Holtz, who's 
you know, son of legendary Lou Holtz. What's your uh, what's your thoughts on their roster? Well, they actually have a player that was drafted in the NFL, so that's a good start. And their quarterback, Alex, I can't pronounce his last name. Is it McCaw? McHugh? What is it? McHugh. McCaw? McHugh? Yeah, so he never got the – he never played, but he was a seventh-round pick. You know what I'm saying? Um, Set records at FIU when he was there. Uh, That's a good start when I started looking at the team. Um, Also, they have a lot of talent. You know what I mean? They have – Victor Bolden, who was a kick returner in the NFL, played one game with the Niners for blowing his knee out. Yep. They may have practice squads, got cut. They got Scooby Wright um, at linebacker. Yep. And then I also like CJ Maribel, um, or Marble. I can't pronounce his name either. But I mean, he was good at Coastal Carolina. You know what I mean? Kind of a dual threat back, can run it and receive catch out of the backfield. So uh, I think talent wise, you know. They have probably a good squad talent-wise. Uh, and in the secondary, too, uh, again, guys that played for, you know, four years in college, you know, and Seth Thomas and Jonathan Newsome. Um, so, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, again, I, don't know. I, I think this team's – I think every, every time – I think this team is better, I though. Like, I definitely think this team is better than Houston. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I right? actually, like – from what I've looked at so far, dude, I put these guys as probably like one of my top teams in the league. Birmingham, to be honest, like top. Mm-hmm, I think, and they're like the only team that technically has a home field advantage because they're true. playing they do have the every game field. in Birmingham. They do have that, but not. Nah, I mean, dude, Michigan definitely. I mean, they have like a handful of dudes that I recognize their names, but most importantly, right. they probably have the best dude. They probably have the best player. I mean, you can't tell me. Dude, Paxton Lynch should be a backup in the NFL, dude. I don't care, like, how bad that dude looked as a starter. Like, dude, you were a first-round draft pick. Like, you at least have to be a backup in the NFL right. if you're a first-round pick, dude. I know. He really, like, got kicked to the, kicked to the curb, dude. And it was, like, game over for him. And no one else gave that dude a chance, it seemed like. Well, I mean, to be honest, like, he had one good year in college at Memphis and then got drafted, mm-hmm. and it was, like, you know, and then, and Memphis is in a lower conference too. They play in the American Conference, which isn't a big conference. So it's like mm-hmm. he he was one of those picks where like you drafted him off because he was six seven and could move and could throw. You know what I mean? But he just right. like when it came down to reading defenses and actually playing quarterback, he like just wasn't that dude at all. Right? Uh, yeah, so, it's. Uh... Mm. Dude, it's again. You're a Broncos we're, fan, we keep though. Saying dude. like, yeah, it's just I mean, like you're a Raiders saying, fan. Like, so I don't you... know for a lot of these guys, but yeah, I, just like again, talent wise, I think their secondary is going to be one of the better secaries in the league. Um, just but, uh, you know, the one thing, though, Eddie, college is depth how could you honestly, secondary. how could you honestly, like with conviction, be like, oh, this is a great team, dude? Like nobody's ever seen None these teams them. play, dude. <laughs> right, know? right. That, they seems just got put together last week on fucking back of bar napkins, dude. You know what I mean? Like, Let's go, y'all. Like, like, there's no way. Like, we're like basically when we're breaking these down, we're looking for players that have potentially played in the NFL. Yeah, a name I that you might remember. Sure. I mean, you that's like where my like, handicap starts because in this kind of league, bro, wouldn't right. you say that? Yeah, 100%. Like, this is the kind of league you root for players more than you root for teams. You know what I mean? Like, you find a guy that you like that you're just, like, watching, and you hope that he gets a chance in the NFL. Like, that's kind of what this league is about, you know? 
yeah, no, nah, for sure. But I mean, at the end of the day, though, like, wouldn't your handicap start at like who you recognize in a league like this? I mean, at any like, oh, I recognize Dude. this guy. He's he's good. I've seen him play before. I like start with the coachings coaches. You know what I'm saying? Like, true, if I know so. a coach's system, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I know that's gonna, you know, that works. Like this style, so, so their Jeff players Fisher's better like match say. this style. Like Jeff Fisher, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's a guy that you can kind of know what the team's gonna be. You know what I mean? They want to pound it, and they want to pound the rock, and they want to throw. You know, isn't short he, intermediate isn't passes. He coaching Michigan though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he is. Dude. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently, we know who J- Jordan's favorite team is. Like that's been decided in this first week. Michigan. It sounds like it, dude. Yeah, dude. I think so. Michigan Panthers. <laughs> dude. I mean, I honestly, I like their uniforms and stuff too. I don't know. Hey, though, it's all like, about the look, dude. If there was a, a West Coast team, like they would be my fan. Like, who's the most West Coast? New Orleans. They're all in Alabama. Not New Orleans. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't even matter, dude. Actually, I like Tampa Bay right. roster, too. I think Tampa Bay could be good. The Bandits. Yeah. Bandits. Like, that's the thing. Like, we're going to go through all these teams, right? And, like, sometimes you're going to, like, listen to us and be like, what, what are they even talking about? But at the end of the day, like, again, we're just looking for players that we might have heard of and, like, some background on some of these guys. You know what yep. I mean? Like, you guys are going to make the decision on if you even want to pay attention to this league. You know what I'm saying? No, We're just going to give you the information dude, to kind of guide you. It's going to be a good – I think it's going to be some good football, dude. I think it's going to be yeah, some will be. interesting football. And I think a lot of it has to – the only thing that worries me, dude, is I think it was rushed together. And I feel like the mm-hmm. AAL or the Alliance, the American Football Alliance or whatever that league was, I felt like it was similarly, like, rushed together and, like, the product just seemed like – I don't know, like, when you watch an NFL game, like, they're just so well-coached, too. Like, they, the players know what they're doing. Like, and you watch these other games, and it's like, shit just looks out of whack, dude. Like, you could tell they right. won't be, like, practicing, you know, as much as professional teams. Right. And, like, do you think, like, you mentioned the XFL, and we would get into it. Like, <clears throat> let's get into it now. Like, with the XFL coming up uh, next year, uh, coming yeah. back, do you think this is like a trial run and this league will be absorbed by the XFL? Like if, you know, there's some like kind of success to it, like, cause if you have too many minor league football team, football leagues, when there was none before, then you have nothing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you yeah. got it. They'd have to like, maybe like XFL, like be like XFL, one conference, USFL be another conference, kind well, of like the AFL NFL back I in think, the day. You know what I mean? I think the, honestly, Eddie, I think the problem with like having minor league football is it's, it's just not realistic given the timeline because the average NFL player like only plays for three years. So it's like, if he's not good enough to play coming out of being a rookie, chances are, he might not ever be good enough to play. You know what I mean? And that's why they yeah. have these practice squads. And, yeah, I guess you could have practice squads and they could, like, play against other teams and stuff. But then you're risking them getting injured. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that's the most difficult thing. But I, I do ultimately think that the XFL, you know, like, they've already, they're already in agreement with the NFL to, like, test out rules and stuff like that. I think ultimately it becomes a minor league for the NFL. At least maybe not in the in the sense where like minor league baseball teams are like you know 
Well, I guess I guess in the sense of minor league baseball, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Is, is where you just have affiliations and major league clubs like filter their prospects, their top prospects through the organization, but you still have to like field other guys too. Like that, the major league roster isn't necessarily in, in charge of. Right. You know, for you, know, I was thinking too, like with the XFL, like the XFL should play their games during football season on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Like middle of the week, dude. Cause there's like nothing going on in the NFL season on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. There's like no other sports for the longest time. Baseball's dead. Yeah. That might not even come back. So like you play those. Well, that's games why you could play right now the though. Week. They're gonna get Well, yeah. I mean they gotta compete I mean, with football and stuff, but Right, but if you're playing like middle of the, you know, like you get that Monday, and then everyone always says like the worst days of the week during football season are Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just you're just waiting for Thursday to so see a rush football a game. game. Yeah, like Tuesdays you play games, and then like Wednesday night football that could be like your Monday night football. See, you know but then, I, then I, that's when I think like people aren't gonna like pay attention either. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I, got, I got football Thursday. I got college football. You know, Friday, Saturday, now Sunday for NFL. Like in college football, the product is better than ninety percent of these amateur leagues. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, every one of them so of far. And that—that's the thing, dude. Like that's why I think it's good to play in the spring because you know you can at least put football on. And that's why you know that I could see an affiliation. With the minor leagues, but I just don't know how realistic it is for, like, I'm just saying, an NFL team isn't going to draft a kid, even in, they're not going to draft him in seven rounds to put him in a development league. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But, like, maybe a spot for your undrafted guys. You know what I mean? Or those practice squads, because then they could, like, you know, like, there's only nine practice squad spots. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the NFL could uh, like, like it's like minor league baseball because the A's don't they don't field the entire Las Vegas Aviators team. Like the Aviators still pay for most of those players, but the or every player, but the A's have certain prospects, certain players that they sign to a, a contract, so they get paid by the A's plus they get paid by the Aviators. Right, those are like, and that's the. That's how it could be for the NFL where there's like nine practice squad guys that they pay for. And then the other team, like the team that like they're actually playing for fields, the other team or at least can contracts them. And then the other team can like sign them to one of those nine spots. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's options there. Or dude, you could like, open it up uh, to like 30 or 40 or 50. Cause if you're an, NFL, if you're an NFL team, like wouldn't you want to, because it would only benefit you to have more guys on roster. That way, if some if injuries right. do happen, you got guys that have been playing your system that know your playbook that just come. Yeah, in that's go. great point. That's what I was going to say. Like, if you give you know each NFL team a XFL team or USFL or both or whatever the case may be, and you have them working your playbook. You know what I'm saying? So that way when they come up into, you know, they get called up, for example, or whatever, they make it through spring or through uh, preseason, you know, and they get a roster spot. They already have that advantage of knowing the playbook. Yep, they don't have to adapt. Right, 
And it's like kind of like what well, basketball should in the hire G League, us, right? Like, dude, I, I mean, yeah, but same right thing here, is with the G League, dude. Like the the pro teams don't field the G League teams. They they're just affiliated with no. them, and then they got two guys that they like field to them. You know what I mean? You only can bring around like two to four guys, or right, like, yep. uh, for G League roster. But like, even like, look at the Warriors; they put their fucking system into the G League, right? So they're running the exact same plays as they do, you know, for the oh, no, Golden State. It's Warriors, really only so. beneficial for your franchise for sure, hundred percent. And that's what I think. I think if a minor league football team figured out a way to work with the NFL in that regard. Sounds like the XFL might be doing it. Hopefully the USFL can do that. But like that's how that the minor league football will succeed. Like or not minor league, but like they would definitely have to play during the regular season then for sure. Right. That's what I mean. Like that would be a legitimate minor league system. Yeah. Good point. If that's what they want to do. That's true. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week, same time. We're gonna be breaking down two more XFL teams. USFL, even US. I mean USFL. Sorry, we just were talking about the XFL, dude. So I was like, oh man, we're gonna be breaking out two more USFL teams. Um, next week we're doing the North Division, right? So we're doing what teams are we doing, Eddie? We're doing. Uh, you gotta look it up. To be honest with you, I don't even know all the. Uh, we're doing. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna do New Jersey and Philadelphia next week. New Jersey and yes. Philly. We're gonna do that New Jersey correct. and Philly. So, tap in with us. We'll be back same time next week. Make sure to uh, tap into TSP wagers this week. We're gonna be live from Vegas and for Taproom Sports Podcast live from Tonight Creek Brewing Company in Las Vegas, Nevada. Make sure to go to devour.com or download the Devour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Got to get that promo in there. Got to make that money, baby. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all. We also got a special trivia that that, uh, Eddie's going to be a part of on Sunday, so... Dude, you Sign me up in. for Jeopardy, baby. Gotta, I can be the host. You gotta tune in. We'll catch y'all next week. Have a great week. Enjoy the conference tournaments, college basketball. Gotta enjoy some. <laughs>